Hello, happy side hunters and webmasters. Welcome to the Blog Game Tips Tuesday podcast for July 5th, 2022. And I'm your host, Mayanna. Tips this week include the back half of the year plans, mindset consults to make more money, PHP 8.0 tests are coming this week, Classic Press is faltering, is misogyny in WordPress real, and how women can thrive in WordPress. Why caching plugins drop photon support? Yoast SEO Premium now supports Index Now and my upcoming test. Why I think Google will create its own ping system instead of using Index Now. And how to build a blog that has lasting impact on its readers. So let's dive in. In Blog Aid Happenings, welcome to Q3. In the last half of the year, y'all, are you where you want to be with your online journey this year? I am, and I'm not, and I'll explain that in a moment. But first, I want to give you an update on my site services. We are running into August now for all new site service requests. And please be sure to fill out the correct form for the service that you need, including the general contact for consults, the site audit form for a new audit or checkup, and the migration form for moving to better hosting, or the migration audit combo to save money on both services. Now, these forms collect different info needed for that project and are what gets you into my queue for that service. Let's talk about the back half of the year plans. The start of Q3 is a great time to evaluate where you are with plans for your site and marketing and such. Now, I tend to pile on big plans at the first of the year, as that's when so many of my followers are available to work on things with their sites. And I want to have those new things available before spring or at least before summer. And this year, my focus for the first half was to do a deep dive into helping y'all move from a blogging for ads mindset type site owner to a direct pay content creator. Now, about one quarter of my clients were already doing these things, and I'm seeing another quarter of my clients make great strides in that direction. I also invited my trusted partners to provide workshops and guides to help us get our digital downloads humming along. So, mission accomplished on that front. Now, I also hope to do a super deep dive into creating a store or membership site in the first half of the year, too. And I made great progress with the membership part of it until all motivation juice to do it ran dry. Now, I was super excited about the fact that I could easily set Blogate apart from the pack in helping clients jump into these things because I could bring things to the table that other agencies could not, like turnkey setup, Site speed and security, ADA compliance, theme layouts, and content that converts. But the more I hobnobbed with current membership site owners, the more I began to realize that they are just like the majority of bloggers. They just don't really care about those things or the money that they're leaving on the table due to what they don't know is hurting them. And just like bloggers, they work themselves silly 
being on some type of hamster wheel of pumping out content or ads or such to get new buyers. The key to the whole thing is building tribe. When folks move from a passive blogging mindset to direct pay, the big hurdle is with changing their focus from one-off visitors and sales to building a tribe of loyal and engaged followers who also become repeat buyers. And that mindset switch is also the bulk of what I cover in my consults, especially for folks who want to run member sites. All they think about is their content and maybe their marketing. The real money is in retention, including renewing subscriptions or repeat buyers. Now, part of that mindset switch involves how they deliver their content, too, including not giving away the archive store or missing upsells or bundles and such. So, I've adjusted my 2022 goals to line it up with this reality. My new goals for the last half are to focus more time and attention on the tribes I already have and then promote what I cover in consults to encourage more of them and focus on each person's individual needs, not just broad advice. And then continue building my secret project that combines everything I know and teach, plus the new things I'll be teaching as not only a new venture for myself, but also as proof of concept of all these things. And this new venture is evergreen content that has mass appeal, sort of like my woodworking site. And if Heartwood Art taught me anything, it was that making that combo successful is way easier with evergreen mass appeal content than getting those same mass eyeballs and clients could ever be with a service-oriented business. Plus, this will put me deeply into the same online game as my clients too, just like Heartwood Art did. But it's a niche site and everything points to money and there is money in everything about it. So what are your 2022 back half goals? You know, I saw 2020 as the year that folks reevaluated their lives. And I saw 2021 as the year folks made plans for big life changes. And then 2022 is playing out as the year folks enact those big life changes. And like me, many folks are now taking this time to adjust what's working and what's not with making those changes. So how goes it with you? What are your goals for the year and how do they need to be adjusted? What boulder is in your way for getting those things done? Do you need some help or just someone to talk it out with? I'm here for you. Let's chat and get you on your way. Or let me know what you'd like to see covered on Blogade that would help you meet your goals. In Blogade Village Happenings, as I mentioned last week, I'm putting together tutorials and checklists for my BB Hubbers, who are my DIY site audit clients and webmaster training folks to help us make the switch to PHP 8.0. 
I'll be releasing those later this week, and we'll start our testing next week. I suspect that it will take us through the end of July to finish documenting what we find, including plugins that aren't PHP 8 ready. This way, we'll have enough time to nudge the developers to get their stuff fixed before we all have to switch to PHP 8.0 in November. All right, y'all, that's all the happenings around here. Let's jump into this week's tips and news. In WordPress tips, uh, the tips this week are a little off the beaten path, but I feel like they're relevant to share given the current political climate of being a WordPress site owner or someone who works in the WordPress ecosystem. First, Classic Press is faltering. Now, last week, I mentioned that the way Gutenberg was released in 2018 caused a major split in the WordPress community. Now, a big part of that split was the creation of Classic Press, which is a fork of WordPress based on 4.9 that does not have the block editor or the new FSE theme blocks. Now, after four years of trying to run Classic Press as an open and committee-driven project, they're nearly broke, and the leadership has resigned. Plus, they just can't get devs to show up and do the work for free. Hmm, imagine that. WordPress has a lot of corporate sponsorship. Businesses that make money in the WordPress ecosystem give back by sponsoring devs to work on WordPress. That includes hosts like Bluehost and plugin companies like Yoast. Plus, any dev who wants to contribute to WordPress for free can do so, and there are plenty of them. It's how they learn and get recognition in the community. Now, Classic Press has relied mainly on fundraising and free dev work. And even with everyone being able to vote on what's done and a committee to provide leadership, there are egos and divisions and folks who just don't do what they said they would do. And I think this speaks volumes about the hubris in the deaf community in general when you put the leadership of software in their hands. This is also why privately held related businesses are thriving and leaving WordPress in the dust as far as getting out releases that are in touch with what end users want. So, we'll see what impact the faltering of Classic Press has on the whole of WordPress and where those enterprise-level devs turn their attention. And, ooh, a bombshell of an article was published on Post Status this week about how women in coding are treated badly. It's titled, Misogyny in WordPress is Real. Now, I believe this is true of the tech world in general. The author cited a few examples, but went on to say as bad as these are, the WordPress community is not as bad as some other tech-related sectors, and I can attest to that fact. My entire working life has been in fields that are primarily populated by men. 
I can honestly say that I was never hired as a token and I've never been discriminated against due to gender either. I credit that to being someone who actually knows their field and gets results. And maybe giving off a no-nonsense vibe coupled with a vibe of someone you'd like to go have a beer with or go fishing with. I ran with the pack and got treated as such. Now with site stuff, I've been in WordPress and SEO Facebook groups that were heavily testosterone-laden and disrespectful with all manner of inappropriate sexual and misogynistic declarations. Most weren't targeted to any single person, just generic objectification and degradation of women in general. Now, when several women in the group spoke up about it, that stopped. And women have been involved in the administration of those groups since, too, as they were recognized as folks who knew their business. Now, the only time that I've been personally disrespected by a WordPress group was during that whole WordPress performance team hoo-ha, and that was not gender-related. It was just the hubris of the devs. I will also say that the WordPress Foundation has worked hard to ensure that it is a globally inclusive environment where all are welcome, and they have a very strict code of conduct that is enforced at all WordPress gatherings, including local meetups and such. So, if you read posts like this, and you're a woman in WordPress, don't let it scare you off. Jerks can be found everywhere. And the women who speak up about it are being heard. And things are changing. Now, if you are a woman in WordPress, most definitely go see this Press This interview with Sam Munoz. It's titled, How Women Can Thrive in WordPress. And she talks about her online journey and how she has helped shape the community to be more inclusive. Plus, she shares the importance of all of us speaking so we can all hear different perspectives that move us forward. In image tips, uh-oh, caching plugins drop photon support. Now, none of my clients use any type of plugin for image optimization. All of them now properly optimize prior to upload. During their first site audit fixes, we got rid of the plugin they were using, plus all of the orphan double image load that is stored. Now, you need tech help with that, as just deleting the plugin leaves all of those extra images on your limited hosting disk space. Now, some folks were also using the plugin CDN service called Photon. That service is actually provided by Automatic and is supposed to be only used by those who are on WordPress.com hosting and who use Jetpack. Automatic has now enforced that policy and are making other caching plugins like WP Fastest Cache drop inclusion of that service. Now, none of my clients have anything to worry about with this, but if you are not a client yet and you have this integration set up, you most definitely need to check into what you should do about it. 
in SEO tips. Okay, I'm a little shocked by this change of heart by Team Yoast. They're going to now support Index Now. So when Microsoft's Index Now first came out, both me and Yoast said, no way, don't use it. Microsoft simply does not have the infrastructure to crawl the web for its Bing search engine like Google has to crawl for its search engine. So, Microsoft made a way for us to ping it when we have new content, and that's what Index Now is all about. But, the way they introduced it required a dev to hook up the API. Well, they changed that by introducing a dedicated plugin. And they also made their API available to integrate with SEO plugins and even at the Cloudflare level. But it was still horribly inefficient with the way it did the crawl. Microsoft changed that. And now they have a single API connection that is efficient. And that seems to be the only issue with it that was fixed enough to cause Yoast to integrate it into the premium version of their SEO plugin. But they didn't say a thing about the other serious issue with Index Now. And it's likely the main reason Google is still holding out on adopting it. Index Now crawls things for indexing that it shouldn't. You know, the things we've marked in our SEO plugin to not crawl or index. Now, when I first read Yost DeBalk mentioned this integration in his personal blog, he went on and on about how it would be great if crawlbots only paid attention to what's in our XML sitemap. That is the thing that our no-index directives impact. When we turn on that setting, that URL comes out of our XML sitemap. But that's not how bots crawl. They use our sitemap as a directory, but they go on to crawl whatever they want, including those URLs that have been marked no index, if they want to see it. They just usually honor that directive and leave it out of search. So, Here's what I'm testing. I'm going to turn on Index Now at the Cloudflare level. Then I'm going to publish a new page that's marked No Index. And then I'm going to monitor Bing Webmaster Tools to see if that page gets crawled and then see if it gets indexed. Okay, crawled means seen by bots. Indexed means that the search engine deems that content worthy of being displayed in search results. Ranked means how high or low it shows those results. Now, once we have those results, then I may get the premium version of Yoast SEO, turn off Index Now at Cloudflare, and create another page and monitor it. This way, we'll know if Yoast is keeping the page from being submitted to the search engine or not with either method. And I'll let you know how it goes. Now, <laughs> my other prediction is that Google is holding out on incorporating Index Now 
because they are building their own ping system. They do that copycat move with everything else that comes along. Like with image optimization, they couldn't just support what was already out there. No, they came out with WebP, which only Chrome supported for over four years. The index now way of doing things, if it works well, is far, far, far more efficient. But there is no way I see Google using anything made by Microsoft, even if it's better for the web and the planet. Hubris of devs. Mm. In blogging tips, Okay, let's circle back to the mindset of building tribe. ProBlogger has a nice post this week titled How to Build a Blog That Has Lasting Impact on Its Readers. And it dives deep into three questions, which are, who are your readers? What do they need? And how will they change as a result of reading your blog? Now, last week... I share my business mantra of, I'm in business to make money helping people, in that order. Well, these three questions cover the helping people part. And I think they are questions that you need to ask yourself at least once a year because things change with your online adventure. Maybe you started out with a focus for your site and then discovered that something else on it is what folks really latched on to. You'd be amazed how much that happens. Or maybe you just weren't very clear at the beginning with all the ways you could monetize your content. You know, I think I have a really good answer for this question. What do they need, regardless of what topic you cover? Folks need two things. An answer to a question or something that makes their lives easier. And here's something to think about with those two things. You answer the question to get on their radar, and then you sell something to them that makes their life easier. Now, when you think about your blog post, maybe you won't just create passive content. Maybe you will deliberately create content to attract eyeballs and then create content that moves folks into your funnel more directly and then deliver content that ensures they hang around and buy more things from you. That's what tribe building is all about in a nutshell. Has this sparked a new perspective for you? Let us know here in the blog comments or anywhere you see this post online. All right, y'all, that's a wrap for this week's Tips Tuesday. Thanks for sharing this post and podcast with your blogging buddies and for leaving comments and reviews, too. And be sure to visit blogaid.net for more tips and resources, and I'll see you online.